0: Welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. A second scripture lesson from the Gospel of John, John chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. Again, I invite you to listen for the word of the Lord. and that through believing you may have life in his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Some people call today, the Sunday after Easter, Associate Pastor Sunday. <laughs> because so many pastors who preached on Easter take this Sunday off and go on vacation. I, I didn't want to do that. I, I want to be here. I want to be here too. Defend the disciple Thomas. Thomas, I believe, is the most misunderstood disciple. It's just not fair how people talk about him. And and think about how no one calls Peter denying Peter, though Peter denied the Lord three times after promising that he wouldn't. No one even calls Judas betraying Judas. It is only Thomas, who gets a nickname, he is doubting Thomas. For when the disciples told him, we have seen the Lord, Thomas said, I doubt it. What do you think about doubt? A wise teacher once told me that the opposite of faith isn't doubt. No, the opposite of faith is certainty. Think about that for just a moment. The opposite of faith is certainty. Why would anyone say that the opposite of faith is certainty? It's because when we are certain, we are no longer open to new information. When we doubt, when we doubt, we stand ready to believe. If we doubt, we may in fact be on the road to belief. Indeed, it was this way with Thomas. Thomas was something like Copernicus. Copernicus doubted what everyone at the time was saying about the laws of planetary motion by claiming that the earth, in fact, revolves around the sun. Do you remember him from history class? Likewise, Christopher Columbus doubted what everyone of his day was saying. Back then, folks believed that sailing west would eventually result in falling off the face of the earth. Columbus doubted what everyone else was certain of and discovered America. What happened with Thomas is that he doubted the disciples. Yet look at his declaration of faith at the end of our gospel lesson. My Lord and my God, he said. Did anyone else proclaim their faith so strongly? No. In fact, the others were... Behind a locked door the first time Jesus came, and even though he he told them to go out into the world to forgive people of their sins, where were they the second time Jesus came around? They were still behind that locked door. On the other hand, Thomas was out and about the first time Jesus came He was out and about so soon after the crucifixion while those disciples saw what happened to Jesus and were afraid that the same thing might happen to them. What was Thomas doing out there when everyone else was behind the locked door? We don't know for sure, but let me tell you a little bit more about The disciple Thomas. As I said before, I love the disciple Thomas. I want to defend him. In fact, Thomas is my favorite disciple. So I've tried to learn a little bit more about him. In chapter 11 of the Gospel of John, Jesus and the disciples heard that their friend Lazarus had died. Now Jesus knows that this is not a big deal. He's planning to go there and to to raise Lazarus from the dead. But the disciples are afraid the disciples are afraid because the last time they were in Lazarus' hometown, they almost got killed. And so they say, Rabbi, they were just, uh, they were just trying to stone you there, and you want to go again. So Jesus... Jesus wants to go and raise Lazarus from the dead. Lazarus' sisters have sent for Jesus to come. However, the disciples are afraid to go back there. All the disciples are afraid save one, Thomas. This is what Thomas said to those disciples who were afraid of being stoned. Let us also go that we might die with him. That's who Thomas was, you see. He was courageous. Let us also go that we may die with him. Thomas wasn't afraid of dying. Seeing Jesus crucified made him, may have made him think, I'll follow him even to his death if that's what he, he wants me to do. I'll go and die with him. I can imagine him in the streets of Jerusalem, just taking it all in. But imagine being with Thomas, walking beside him that day in Jerusalem. What must Jerusalem have looked like so soon after the crucifixion? Was there another man up on the cross already? Had word reached the priest that he had risen? What was the world like in those days after the resurrection? I don't imagine that it was springtime and and peace in the land. Instead, I imagine that those who had chanted crucify him were just as bloodthirsty and that those who divided up his clothes were parading them around repentance had yet to come to the land and most of the disciples were behind a locked door afraid to go out now now where is the faith in that and where is faith in our gospel lesson for today if you think the other disciples were faithful i ask you to look at their actions for they're all behind a locked door even After seeing the resurrected Lord, they remind me of a group of grown children talking about their mother, so terrified of how she's really doing that they're not ready to face the truth of her condition. You can see them. The oldest one says, Mom seems great, doesn't she? All nod their heads, relieved she's recovered from the stroke. Maybe she doesn't need as much help as we feared she would. Only then comes the voice of Thomas. I found her car keys in the refrigerator. And she put salt in the tea. And she put sugar in the grit. Y'all remember what she used to say about people who do that? I know this is what she wants. I know she wants to stay home. I know she seems okay today, but this act she's putting on, I doubt it. It takes courage to doubt like that. Sometimes it's good to doubt, and sometimes the faith of those around us looks more like denial. Behind locked doors, they had seen the Lord. Well, if you saw the Lord, then why aren't you out doing what he told you to do? Thomas might have asked them. Sometimes we talk so bad about Thomas, but think with, think with me about him. I told you he's my favorite disciple and I meant it. An old preacher used to say that some Christians are so heavenly minded that they're no earthly good. Have you heard that one? I can imagine Thomas saying that about his friends. Well, if you believe he's really risen, why aren't you out in the world doing something? It's because there's a faith that looks like faith, but it's really just lip service to the gospel. It's a faith where you say you believe it, but you don't really live it. Thomas is full of doubt, yet he is out there living in the world. These disciples have seen the risen Lord already, but they're still behind a locked door. It's better to say you believe. Is it it better to say you believe, but stay behind a locked door? Or is it better to doubt and be out in the world? I don't know. But I say the best thing... The best thing is the kind of doubt that's open to a deeper faith. And so I admire Thomas when he said, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails in my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, Jesus came and stood among the disciples and he said, Peace be with you. Thomas was there then. And Jesus didn't ask Thomas to leave, nor did he give Thomas a lecture on how he should have believed the testimony of the other disciples. Instead, he just said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not, do not doubt, but believe. What happened next? Thomas answered him, my lord and my god because he wasn't so certain that the door to faith had been locked instead his doubt led him to a faith greater than that of the other disciples for this declaration he made my lord and my god is among the strongest declarations of faith made in the entire Scripture. He, his doubt, led him to greater faith, and that's what happens sometimes. But in order to get there, we must unlock the doors of our certainty and dare to see the wounds. Sometimes, uh, when I take the exit for West Paces Ferry off I-75, I don't, I don't do either. One of those things. I won't unlock the doors, nor will I open my eyes to the wounds. When I pull off I-75 on my way to the OK Cafe, there's almost always someone right off that exit asking me for money. And so often what I do is I lock my doors and I turn my head. Have you ever done that? That's sometimes what we do when we want to protect our children from such things. But the Sherwood family went to New York City over spring break. And there, you can't help but see how some of our brothers and sisters live right there on the street. Betsy Sherwood asked her young daughter how she liked the trip to New York City. And little Catherine said, I can't understand how... They would let so many people be homeless. Did you hear that question? I can't understand how they would let so many people be homeless. This kind of question sounds like it has the courage of Thomas right in it. I can't understand, but I want to know. It's hard for me to see, but I won't just turn my head, nor will I lock the door. There they are suffering. Their wounds are obvious. I'm willing to reach out my hand to touch them. Only what would happen if I did? That's where faith becomes an absolute necessity, for in seeing the world as it is, in seeing the homelessness, the suffering, the sadness, and all the brokenness, sometimes we are like those disciples who say we believe, but hide behind locked doors. We just can't take it. Other times, we are those kind and loving servants who do so much good, but have no faith Doubting everything they hear. Meanwhile, Thomas sees the wounds, touches them even, and comes to know the power of God. He has seen the shadow, but knows that the light is brighter than all the world's darkness. He doubted the account of his friends, but came to a faith stronger than theirs. He has seen the wounds, touched them even, but knows that Christ rises from the dead. My friends, today let us be like Thomas. Let us doubt a little bit that we might come to greater faith Let us go out into the world seeing the wounds and knowing that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia. Or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.